0: For the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast is fueled by the manshake. I lost 30 kilos in 10 months using this meal replacement shake. If you want to support the show and max in my weight loss journey or to even start your own, click the link in the description below. The manshake. Real blokes, real results. For the players. I'm Ryan Betson.
1: I'm Max Cooper. And
0: this is For The Players, the pop-culturist PlayStation podcast the 40 years of playing PlayStation 8 plus years that Games Mini combined. I want to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation.
1: This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8am on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify and 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials, facebook discord instagram and twitter all of those links can be found in the description below
0: if you want to join us as the conversation happens head over to twitch.tv slash the where you can watch us record this show live where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show if you want to support the show you can tell your friends tell your family about this playstation pod if you are on podcast services be sure to give it a five star rating and a written review if you are on youtube like subscribe leave a comment below i endeavor to answer every single comment if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash The as well as our merchandise store slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Yeah, first take this week. How are you, man? Yeah, not too bad. What's going on? What's the news? What's ha, ha, how's the week been?
1: Ah, uh, the week's been fine. I've been super tired this week. It's it, the, the week just seemed to have dragged on. It was it was pretty rubbish.
0: Oh, that sucks, but. For well, you mostly, but
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Why was, <laughs> it, why, why was it so poopy?
1: Oh, I just, I, I was just having terrible sleeps after work and it just, it just sucked.
0: Oh, well, that kind of sucks.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, hi, but life goes on.
0: Hi, everyone. <laughs> Max is sad this week because he's tired. <laughs> what about you? How was your week? I'm fine. I'm, 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 yeah, in a, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I've had a pretty good week actually. Um, a little bit tired as yourself, you know, just, just general uh, uh, tiredness is always a thing. Uh, I think I had my actual last class this week for my uh, cert four in, in mental health, which mm. is cool. Um, so like I have a couple of things coming up. I have some work. I've got to do some assignments and stuff. However, it is very much a, uh, that was my last Here's a class where we teach you things. Everything from here on is just finalizing and submitting. So big thumbs up on that. So that was cool. Uh, it does mean that I have to then return to work on Wednesdays where previously I would, wouldn't have to, just went to class. So uh, <clears throat> that's a bit disappointing. Uh, a lot of the thing, the movements happened at work this week for in order for me to get my new role uh, or a lot of the backend requests got put through. So my uh, authorities and my access has increased. Have I talked about that on air here yet?
1: you've been mentioning it for the last couple of weeks that things things are in motion
0: yeah so it's looking like it's pretty much happening so it although i'm not sh- i'm still unsure whether i have to uh, uh interview for the role even though it's pretty much the role that is for me um so for those who don't know as if anyone's coming in for the first time hey hang on right thanks uh so i my day job i'm a i'm a disability I'm a disability mental health support worker uh for a department that i created called genu gamer three years ago in that time there's been a lot of growing there's been a lot of changing and most recently we talked about there being a structural change within the company part of that was the redistrib- redistribution of particular roles to sort of ease the uh middle management space because like most companies middle management's a little bit shit. so we looked at ways to streamline it to make it better and we then stepped out of those spaces so um, you know, so we have the the sta- the clients, which obviously number one. So, so it's a kind of like a the reverse pyramid. You know, not a regular pyramid actually. Uh, so where the the clients are the the most important thing, followed by the staff that support them, and then the senior staff. And previously we would have like a site coordinator or an operations manager, those that sort of oversee a site and an area. Uh, they would then, uh, uh, you know, so we made those roles redundant because they're fucking bullshit. So we're going to be able to distribute some of our tasks, some of the site coordinator tasks to our seniors, make them feel more responsible in the workplace, have them be more involved in the workspace, uh, and then would we'll have three individuals overseeing at least these initial sites, potentially more, and then allow for more as we grow. Uh, those, those, are the, One of those roles is Paris, who, who my colleague, who, who, helped create, who, who he and I created the department together. Um, he is the head dragon wrangler, he manages all the dragons, which is the staff, because each staff is a dragon wrangler, uh, and he is essentially the growth and development. So he'll be overseeing the growth of Gen U Gamer uh, around the state, the country, wherever it takes, while also essentially being the big over over the figurehead for it all. Uh, then there is another gentleman who is so we have a well-being officer, who's essentially someone that isn't a manager, but their entire role is to help staff with their own mental health or with things they may not be coping with or even clients if they need it. Because one thing that we found is I'm sure you've already experienced this too, Max. When it comes to management, you either have management that are very good with people or they're very good with the administration business side of things, right? So if you have one manager, one person to go to and they can't do both because that shit's near impossible, one of those things falls short right and so part of that and and it's once again if you're if you're also someone that is struggling with your with your mental health you it's very difficult to go to your manager because they're the one that does your roster they're the one that pay you
1: Mm. so
0: you're less reluctant to go to them even if you really need to so hence the well-being officer that they aren't a manager you just go to them for what you need as the time comes. And then there's the role that I am, that I'm taking. So the role is called the law keeper. That's L-O-R-E, as in folklore or the law of, you know, law of uh, history. Uh, Yeah. So I'm the law keeper where my job is essentially the daily operations and compliance for the current four sites that are across Victoria. So no longer am I a day facilitator. Well, I ha- I ha- I've been on paper a day facilitator since day dot. I haven't been a day facilitator in a very long time. But, you know, I'm finally transitioning to a new role. Um, yeah, three years in the making pretty much since, since we started. Uh, yeah, and it looks like it's all coming together. It's all happening. And uh, yeah, it's exciting. Like when we had... We, I, I think we talked about it here recently about the whole re the rejigger of, of, of my work. Um, yeah, so it's been cool to be able to finally... Yes, and have that come together and be able to make it deliverable. Um, and it's it's very, very exciting for the future. As you know, as we're able to do a whole lot more and, and grow and, and kick kick a whole bunch of bum home. Especially ideally when shit starts getting better and we can go go places and do things. But yes, yeah, so that was my week. My week was finalizing that those things. Woo! I'm like, whoa. So I got I got to end the week on a on a nice little high um, which was great, however, I, my brain was just absolutely melted yesterday, absolutely melted, so then I came, so I came into here, into the room as I do, and I just got shit-faced, and I probably shouldn't, because I drank way too much, and it, it did hurt, uh, this morning was a rough one, um, fun, fun fact, though, apparently, uh, Millie, uh, had to sort of, like, Uh, call me back at different places because i I, during the night i went to get up to pee allegedly and i just didn't go to the bathroom i just started walking out of the bedroom like our one suite has been in the same spot the whole time we've lived here but apparently i just get up and i I went to the front door as well and he's like where are you going i'm like oh i'm going to the toilet and then i went turned around and went to the toilet i remember any of this well done So that's that's of fun, but that's what I did in here anyway. So that was that was good. I actually, honestly, really, really enjoyed that. To me, that was quite fun. Uh, You know, it it was good to sort of to to chill to chill for a little while and just sort of like the the world for a bit, um, in my back room, which was nice. You know, it's uh, it it is sort of not probably not good to sit in a back room and drink by yourself, but that's what this whole pandemic has been. Uh, and until we can go out and do things and see people again, I guess we just have to keep doing
1: it. Well, it sounds far more enjoyable than
0: my night, last night. <laughs> yeah, your night had your night had projectile vomiting. My morning had a little bit, not a little bit. But like
1: Yeah. It was like a scene from the Exorcist, man. It was scary.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Max had a sick child. I had a sick evening. It was
1: <laughs>
0: Not uh, the same. <laughs> not yeah, not the same. Anyway, Max, because one thing, the other part of the reason was like I just didn't really want to play games, so I ha- I did play a little bit of some games yesterday though because it will now talk about the games that we've been playing. Uh, thank you to the very kind folk over at Ubisoft Australia; they provided Max and I. Uh, with a code for uh, Far Cry Six, uh, they provided us the Ultimate Edition, so we'll be able to do all the cool, de- you know, the uh, season pass stuff with the likes of the the other villains like uh, Peyton Min and and, and and Joseph Seed and and Vass when that when that does happen. So that'll be very very exciting. Uh, we're playing it on the PS Five, as you can imagine. Um, so Max, how much time have you spent with the Far Cry Six?
1: About. Yeah two hours yeah so we did get it I, yesterday I like, the, yeah. like, the day
0: of release so i probably put two-ish hours three-ish hours in it maybe as well um you know we're, we're just about to do this one big mission and i think it gets us off this little island area so i don't know that's not really spoilery but like yeah i've, I've spent a couple of hours with the game mm. how are you How are you finding it i was about to ask you how are you finding uh, it, to it? Ah, uh, fine. I'm really yeah, enjoying yeah. it, and it's super yeah. easy because like Far Cry is a game. It's a it's a game that I love, and I and I've loved them for a very very long time. Probably since like three. I didn't really enjoy two too much because having malaria was a really shit game mechanic, but three was fantastic. I only played four recently. Loved five. Uh, New Dawn was dope, and this is kind of the and this is kind of the same. So, like if you look at a lot of the reviews that are out right now, they talk about like oh it's just more Far Cry, but I guess that depends, that that only affects you if you're going and thinking it would be stupid different. Like once again, it is Ubisoft. It is that Ubisoftification. Like they have released, I mean, pretty much the same, like the same games for, for a while. Um, so, you know, that they, they kind of know their base systems and they kind of add to them a little bit here and there, but it does sort of keep chugging along um, the same way. And this is, this is kind of it. So, in the, early to- in the early hours, uh, you don't really uh, get too involved with the main villain, um, which is the one played by uh, Jean-Carlos Esposito from uh, Breaking Bad, um, Anton something, Castillo, Anton Castillo. Uh, you see him a little bit at the start, he does interact with your character, uh, and then I'm yet to even see him, and apparently you don't see him for a while, so that's going to be interesting. Um You, yeah, you are, you are in this, uh, fictional country called Yara, uh, which is literally Cuba. They don't say it, but it's Cuba. Uh, and yeah, so you, you are trying to escape because, uh, this, uh, Anton, Castillo's uh, uh, forces are taking over the country in a pure like dictatorship sort of way. And you're like, I got to get out of this. You try to escape. The boat that you're in gets sunk. You wash up on shore. Your friend is dead. And then you're like, well, I need to help the re- help and join the resistance or the the, um, the Libertad. Uh, libit, 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 libertad. Libertad, not Libertad. That's very different. Libertad. One, one's an internet slur and one's a name in this. In this. The uh, where you, well, you sort of essentially revitalize uh, the, the Yara, I guess, is sort of the plan where it's at right now. Uh, in terms of major differences, is there isn't really... Uh, you do have the Supremo, which is that dope-ass pipe backpack that used as launch shit at things. Um, we've seen it in probably the, the most recent gameplay trailers and the um, footage that rolled out at different conventions. I love it. It's a. I use essentially use it as a vehicle destroyer. I go poof, and just blow up tanks and shit the game away. Um what else there oh so they have pulled on board some of the minor rpg mechanics that we saw in far cry new dawn uh with the um health bars above the individuals now they're not they they're not doing the same gear leveling that we saw our gear leveling quote unquote the gear color um that we saw in new dawn like you know the blue the purples and the golds and whatever none of that um this time around so if you loved that in new dawn oh that kind of is not here entirely but here's the health bars are and they all have different, some of them had different armors and whatnot and you know uh you can modify your guns to use different ammo and the different ammo would obviously hit different armors etc etc so when you scope out a, a, a base or whatever whichever there is um information about what they're what they're wearing what they're weak to things like that uh, but if you liked in five when there wasn't health bars above individuals, you're probably going to hate that here. Like there, because there is that slight. Have
1: you, have you gone through the options? Is that something that can, that can be turned off? I haven't. I haven't looked personally. I have.
0: I have not looked because I don't mind it.
1: Yeah. So I came into this. I've only played Far Cry Five before this. Yeah. So I came into this and went, "Oh, there's health bars." They. They've gone full Assassin's Creed RPG on this bad boy, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It does, you know, sometimes it is helpful to, uh, you know, to see exactly what, you know, what's going on in uh, get, getting a physical um, descriptor of how much health they've got left, how much damage you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cool. You mentioned that you can, uh, with the different ammo types, you can actually scan, um, scan the enemies using your mobile phone. So you whip out your mobile phone, use it as like a a like, scout like said, a mechanic. Is
0: binoculars almost?
1: Yeah. And then uh, it's got the best zoom in the world.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I like... don't know what phone they're using, but that <laughs> zoom is just out of control.
1: Uh, Cause there's a, there's a, there's a mission very early on where it, it basically uh, teaches the, tu- teaches you the tutorial of how to, how to mark enemies and how to see their weaknesses. It uh, also to
0: identify like if there's any stronger individuals than in the space, like yeah. corporal or, or captain or whatever.
1: Hmm um so yeah you know it's it's been it's it's been really fun they've reintroduced the uh the animal companion which was in number five yes that's, that's in, continued. i don't i don't know if it was in any of the early ones because again i've only played five I don't remember. um so you get one very early on
0: Gu- Gu- uh, guapo Gua- the alligator
1: guapo. guapo the yeah guapo the alligator with a vest with on his... i love
0: that he has a vest on
1: yeah, he's got like a yeah a little jersey on it's great um <laughs> Uh, it's just it's one of those you know you hit a button on the on the directional pad it's like go here if you eat person you, if you use that same button and you uh, highlight a character he'll go and attack the character or if you hold that key down it will it will force him to return to you so you can kind of be stealthy because uh guapo is the only one i've encountered so far mm. He's very noisy. He kind of just runs in and chomps on everybody.
0: Yeah, so he's not—he's
1: not stealthy at all.
0: If it's anything like what Five was, or you know, like you—you will get a good uh, assortment of uh, Mm. of sidekicks. Like I know in in, yeah, new in Far Cry, there was like a a bear and a dog, and
1: like a tiger or leopard or something. Yeah, there's like
0: a real uh, yeah, I think there's a real weird. (laughs) Yeah, there was a real weird string of animals. and They all have their different um, positives and negatives depending on, on what mm-hmm. you're needing them to do. Um, so I, I imagine that in time, you'll swap Guapo out for someone that's a little bit... It might be a little bit more stealthy, you know, because there is like the one... Part of the marketing material is that chorizo, which is a little pop, little chihuahua, you know, in a, a wheelchair uh, that is just attacking things. Um, so I imagine at some point we'll get him as, as a companion... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm de- I'm debating whether I set Guapo back and not use him because I di- I I wasn't a really big fan of the uh, the pet companions in five. I feel that they sometimes get more in the way, if anything. Like unless they can, revive it depends you. on your play style. Yeah.
1: So, for instance, in, in one of the early missions, you're tasked with uh, essentially getting keys to unlock a door. Mm. Um, and it's, it's in this fort-like setting. And they're like, you know, you can go in stealthy and try and get through, or you can go in kind of guns blazing. Uh, so what I did is I kind of um, I parachuted in, landed in safety, and I uh, did, whipped out my mobile phone, scanned who I needed to scan, and went, oh, he's the, co- he's the commander. I kind of set Guapo on him. And then as everyone's freaking out going, oh, my God, there's an alligator here, kind of just popped them all off. Nice. <laughs> So I kind of just uses, used him as bait.
0: Hmm. So. That, that, that is, is, in fact, quite a good idea.
1: So they can come in handy, but they can also, if you are specifically trying to be stealthy, if you don't force them to stay at a location, they kind of just pop into existence near you. Yeah, and then he'll be, like, he'll be like, it's all right, man, I've got this. And he'll just run off and, and go kill the closest person.
0: Yeah, it's... um. Uh, Yeah, as you said, I think will will reflect very different upon your playstyle and whether you would use Mm. them um, as the companion. I do believe they can heal you, so I think that's probably the one advantage of them, really. Like, yeah, because I know that like there was a mission where I had to go destroy some ta- uh, tobacco. almost said taco fields, tobacco fields, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I had a companion with me, and they healed. like it was a gentleman though. It wasn't a um, it wasn't an animal, mm. and they did revive me. So I imagine this other companion could do this, could do the same thing.
1: Uh, but yeah, so how how is it running for you? Yeah, it runs fine. I haven't I haven't had any technical hiccups. It, it it's running really smooth. The only thing I don't like and this is this is purely a me thing is riding the horses in first person Mm. made me feel gross yeah (laughs) it's very jarring um when i uh just personally whenever i'm in a vehicle uh be, be it a horse or a car or whatever i do like to have it in a third person view i don't know if i can change that i haven't really looked into it i haven't played enough uh one funny thing is if you run into someone on a horse they kind of just explode Mm -hmm. in front of you (laughs) which is kind of kind of hilarious so there's uh horse icons all throughout the island so you can just jump on a horse but there's also uh essentially saddles on pickets and if there's no horse there you can you can summon a horse to that location so you don't have to to run across the island because very early on some of the waypoints are just miles away
0: yeah and i i oh, think at least in this first area because like the, it, there it isn't very populated so there's hmm. not a lot of traffic like it say when in five because they're in montana there was just cars everywhere you yeah. know super easy so i think the idea is well like oh well if there's horses available because they a they're all-terrain you know it's probably going to work uh better yeah. to have have them there
1: I mean, there are zip lines everywhere that you can that you have access to fairly early on in the game. Mm-hmm. Very early on in the game, you also get access to uh, a parachute, so you can kind of just go up somewhere high, jump off, and parachute your way across the island to begin with. Uh, it's been really good. Uh, the other thing I want to touch upon is, and I know I'm super early in the game, but the weapon crafting system mm-hmm. uh, seems uh, incredible, quite in depth. Uh, to the point where yeah, but it's it's also quite simple. Yeah, you you kind of just find scraps and stuff by by, uh, by searching containers and doing all that fun stuff, and you know you know it's very much uh, you have to use what you can get. So you know they're making silencers out of uh, uh, soda cans and oil bottles uh, and
0: stuff.
1: Oil bottles and you know you're coating coating bullets to make them armor-penetrating bullets or you um and stuff like that. Mm And then there's all the, uh, you touched upon it earlier, with the Supremo, the, the big backpacks thing. So I've only got one at the moment. And yeah, similar to you, it's kind of just a big explosive device to use to, to take out vehicles when they when they come in, uh, come in force. Uh, but from what we've seen through uh, gameplay trailers and stuff, it looks like there's a lot of those. And the easiest way to explain how they work is they're kind of essentially like a super. Once you've used it, it goes down onto a timer um, and it will refill over time before you can use it again. So it's not something that you can sit there and, and constantly rely on. It doesn't become that that crutch to to get you through things. Yeah. Which is good.
0: So to to go back onto a discuss a discussion and how it's performing. So for you, for for me, gameplay has been pretty fine. Uh, mm. cutscenes hitchy as shit. Oh really? Occasionally, yeah. So yeah, once again running on a PS five, uh with the H D texture pack. Uh, on as well, so it's running at that mm-hmm. higher, uh, higher resolution, uh, allegedly. Um, yeah, there's just been some weird little hitching, a little bit of slowdown in some of the cutscenes, um, specifically the one where you meet Anton Castille, uh, Castillo for the first time. And he's talking; it just kind of shit itself a little bit with his with his mouth. It just kind of froze up for a for a little minute. It's,
1: that's um, really interesting. Because and then when, I... he, when we were
0: on the boat at the start of the game as well
1: because i um i have it installed on the new m2 drive that's in my playstation it's not on the base drive um and i i have had no hiccups through anything so Ooh. i wonder if that i wonder um
0: i don't know i don't i'm not as fancy as you i don't i don't have a new ssd for that. My, my
1: <laughs> yeah, well i needed to because i got sick of deleting stuff off the hard drive yeah my, my storage was over <laughs> for now yeah uh I mean, Baila- I need-
0: We'll have a lot more to say about Far Cry Six in the coming weeks um, because shit's got real busy, (laughs) Mm. Uh, and you know we were like once again with it only with it being less than twenty four less than thirty six hours since we received the code. Not even, yeah, yeah, about thirty six hours since we received the code. uh, So we've actually not had been had to be able to spend a lot of time with it really because you know both working and stuff and whatever. But there you go. Uh, another game that we did receive a code for this week that, once again, Ma- Max and I both did, uh, this was Back for Blood. So, big thank to Coach Media. koch Media, I can never get it right, uh, for that, and uh, Warner Brothers as well. So, we also received the Ultimate Edition of that version, which allowed us to play now before the game's release next week. Uh, we have uh, Neither you or I have jumped into it as of yet.
1: No, I Perhaps haven't Once again, we mm-hmm.
0: received the code uh, in the afternoon of release day. Um... So yeah we just haven't been able to to line it up and it is as it is a co-op game we want to make sure we're playing it together uh, I think you and I have got some time planned, hopefully, uh, with Paul James from Player 2 and Joel from Anagame. So ideally, we'll get together and have a full squad and see how we go. I imagine you'll lead that because you're better at these co-op games than the, four, the other the three of us, sorry.
1: it's uh, the, the, the hurdle will be we're all parents and trying to align a time where we're all free is going to be a nightmare.
0: It'll likely be, be either this evening that, that, or that, tomorrow that, evening. That, that'll,
1: that'll be the difficulty mode for, for the game. It's whether or not we can all you know carve out some time yeah
0: but we'll check that one out uh are there any other games you checked out this week
1: uh yeah so we got a code supplied to us for nickelodeon all-star
0: all-star uh, brawl Adam? so thank you to the All-Star team at Turn left distribution for that one yeah so uh it is yeah the smash brothers-esque <laughs> version uh, uh of nick uh we've seen it around the around the Around the rumblings for a little while uh yeah so i haven't jumped into it yet um for me i'm hoping to play with my kid uh because i know yeah. he'll get a he'll get a he'll get a kick out of it so you max you you like your smash you, i do you know so... your smash so you are you coming into this as a smash connoisseur with a, button, <laughs> with, a, with, a stand, w- with a with a standard that they have to fill I a, wouldn't go that
1: far, but it but it's it's very hard to not compare the two. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've put in I haven't put in much time. I have played for about forty five minutes. I had had a few offline uh, battles with against CPUs. Tried out a few of the characters. So obviously, there's a lot of the Nickelodeon characters. It's got like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's got uh, the thorn some of the Thornberries. It's got uh, Ren and, some Ren and Stimpy characters. It's you you got know, Ninja it's,
0: t- Ninja it's, Turtles in there, yeah.
1: Ninja Turtles, all that fun stuff, and um. So the first thing is the roster is quite small. Yeah, so it's only got two of the four turtles. Uh, it's got April. No, no, uh, no one else from the from the from the, from the Turtle uh turtles franchise. No, no Splinter. No, uh,
0: dude with the hockey mask. His name I can't think of right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> all that fun stuff. Okay, yeah um and and the first thing i noticed so when you play smash there's there's your neutral attacks and special attacks and it has that it has that here uh in a similar sense so your your up special is generally your recovery move it allows you to jump extra high uh uh your uh, your neutral special is one thing and your down special is another thing they don't have from what i noticed a lot of the characters don't have an across special and then in the other sense of, you know, comparing the two, Smash has just one button for normal attacks. And then if you uh, input a direction and, and the attack button at the same time, it'll do a different attack. And if you hold that down, it will do a Smash attack. In this, there seems to be two buttons for attacking. One is a standard attack and one is a power attack. There's no... It's like a light no and heavy. To, yeah, a light and a heavy, essentially. Uh, which is fine. It uh, takes some getting used to. Uh, not not having all the buttons, uh, not having all the attacks in 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 one place, but it does also make things easier for you because hmm. you've you've got a dedicated button for those heavy hitting attacks.
0: So yeah, you could really just spam a bunch of heavies if you really wanted to.
1: Yeah, so it works the same way in Smash. You have a percentage health bar. The higher your percentage gets, the the harder you get hit. Um, and it's got all the standard stock battles. So you have a set amount of lives, time battles. And then it's got uh, again, like Smash Bros. It's hard to not make these comparisons. They've got each each player's got their own themed stage,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's cool like that. I haven't, like I said, I, I've only do, I've only played about half an hour, forty five minutes. I haven't noticed if, if there's anything like uh, items or anything like that. Uh, the the gameplay is fine, but you can tell that it's very much a Smash game. So when you when you select your uh, when you select your characters uh, the frames are set up in the exact same way as smash Bros so you've got the the four sections when you've select your, selected your character you get that cross section of push start to 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 brawl it's exactly the same as where you know Do the you one think in smash it's Bros. Been is.
0: done in an homage or a bit of a straight copy
1: it could be both and without uh, without knowing the team behind it it's it's hard to be like well this is exactly what they've done you know it's a it's a it's a tried and tested formula for nintendo that has worked so to emulate that you know is the better form of flattery what's the old saying saying like imita- um, yeah imitation is imitation is the best form of yeah. so you know it's not necessarily a bad thing um one of the things i wish was in the game none of the characters are voice acted just yeah i, I,
0: I want, it's the same
1: it's the same hurdle that the uh the patrol I, games and, have and i guess that it's just it's hard to get I I don't know whether it's a licensing thing or it's hard to get the voice actors in for it because
0: probably the dollars because
1: because they're such beloved characters it'd be hard to be like well that's not their voice Mm. if they're not their if they're not the actual voice cast so it's it's it, it. it's a really hard situation to be. In. I
0: think it would come down to dollars. I don't think. And I think that's
1: I, the problem with licensed games. Yeah, not
0: in a bad way. I think they were probably a little hesitant to throw that level of money into this game, uh, mostly because they—they're—I imagine they're very unsure about the success of this. Maybe if it comes down the line, if they do another one or whatever, then very likely. But I know, like the gentleman that does SpongeBob as an example, he like he would be very, very expensive to get to come back. Mm. Um, and oh and I should also clarify as well in the little promo shot that I made at the start of the month on the Popsy socials about the games that are coming out this month I put Rocco from Rocco's One Life right in the middle not a playable game not a playable character no I just like I like I googled uh, you know Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl PNG renders and it was there and I was like oh cool I didn't put enough thought into it to realize that he was not a playable character so my apologies if I misled anyone I didn't certainly didn't mean to um but yeah so in, in using that because these are very very beloved characters and mm. very like you know very similar to nintendo there are pedigrees with these characters there is history how does this how
1: does this game show that love does it show the love uh, again because i'm so early it would be hard to tell like because obviously again and i hate doing this referring it back to smash bros when you play like a um, like a ladder thing for for Smash Bros., each character has their own kind of walkthrough and story that it tells. And I don't know if that's here purely because I haven't played the quote unquote campaign or story mode. I've just done essentially quick battles against some some CPU controlled players. Mm-hmm. But I haven't I haven't um, dove deep enough into it. Uh, but like so it covers it covers uh spongebob characters so it's got like spongebob patrick and sandy uh teenage Mutant ninja turtles like i mentioned um it's got Reptar from rugrats yeah which is cool be, uh, like, got-
0: it makes sense It's probably the most that makes the most sense not going to get chucky pickles uh, you know chucky in there because he'll just yeah. get get monsters
1: uh it's got helga from hey arnold not, no arnold <laughs> no arnold uh, it's got Ren and Stimpy and the powdered Toastman yeah it's great Um, it's only ha- it only has Nigel Thornberry from the Thornberries there is no other Thornberry attached to it G- give, F- give us the uh,
0: little what's his name on the crazy
1: Oh, uh, the kid the kid his I name, can't think of his, his name his
0: name absolutely escapes me right now one with the uh, he speaks in noises and he wears mm. shorts and no short shirt and has crazy hair
1: that kid <laughs> um danny phantom's in it i don't know what a danny uh, there's Phantom there's there's a few avatar character like a, oh. uh, avatar last character so ang's in it and tof and then cora from legend of cora and obviously cat dogs the last one so it, it does have quite the small roster but they are very standout like they're well-known characters so. you
0: say that but like we're missing our real monsters we're missing oh no no isn't oblique obliter in there oblique whatever fucking name is
1: uh donnie thank you Park thank Real you Mountain.
0: Park, coming through with this with the stats uh, uh yeah yes, it's donnie it's
1: yeah it's oblina so oblina. there's tw- 20 characters at launch uh with i think announced two more following soon after with additional dlc characters after that so I, yeah hopefully they will fill that roster out obviously they probably won't get to the level of smash which is sitting at like 90 something characters. Yeah, and they've now. just
0: finished it off now so like and that's, that's not Yeah, you know, that's
1: ridiculous uh, obviously, this is this is also on everything. I've been playing it on PlayStation Five, okay. and, and I do look forward looked forward to playing more of it. Hopefully, they do have that. Um, uh, what is this like a story mode or a ladder mode for each of the individual characters? Yeah. Cool. Well, but well. they all seem di- they all seem different enough that uh, it's not they're not kind of just reskinning the characters, and they've all got the same move set. They all they all work very differently, which is nice.
0: very cool uh this afternoon i also jumped into alan wake for about half an hour game looks great like it like mm-hmm. there are some jank to it but it looks really it looks really good i'm uh, quite keen to to see where that goes because it's a bit of an early setup so um yeah I'm, I'm excited for that oh sorry before we jump into uh any other games so magic car shane in the chat jumps in and they've said i feel like they could crowdfund to add more characters and people would jump on but Nickelodeon is an incredibly large company and like if they have to crowdfund, like, it's a bit rough. But like I, I think if the game sells well and the, there is demand, they are probably more likely to support it and throw more things in there. Yeah, the right I, I think it I'm
1: depends saying. on I, I think it depends on what they're charging the team for each of their characters' usage. Mm.
0: Uh, so yeah, Puck in the chat, Viacom doesn't need the money. I'd agree with that. Uh, but that also, ad- but Shane also adds, I'd pay for more Korra characters. Give them Varric in a platypus bear outfit. Give me the guys from, uh, oh shit. What was the, um, the skate the skateboarding one? Oh, it's just, oh yeah. Oh, it's completely escaped my noggin, but there was a guy called like squid or whatever. Make it him. Put him in there. He was a cool dude. Oh, get the angry beavers in there. Like that's what's needed. Um, Icarly, sure we'll get Icarly <laughs> in there as well. You know, it's like there's there's so many
1: Nicktoons and that era. Fairly Fairly Odd Parents, yeah, like, get you know. get
0: Fairly Odd Parents in there. Get the, get the the fairies in there. That would be dope.
1: Jimmy Neutron,
0: Jimmy Neutron would be fun as well. Like, look, there is great potential, and I do think we will see them down the line as they add more characters. Probably in D L C packs.
1: Where's Dora the Explorer?
0: Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Dora fucking curb stomping people <laughs> is probably the best image. Like, you know, she comes in with Blue from Blue's Clues and just wrecks dudes. Probably not the Doug. Best one. Doug. I, I think. I not Nickelodeon doesn't own Doug anymore. From memory, don't they? I think they. I think the rights um, went to somewhere else. Anyway. Yeah, that's... Or uh, we'll Brawl, we'll probably have more to say there over the coming weeks as well. Uh, mm. What else? What else are we checking out? Yeah, Alan Wake played about half an hour, as I said. It looks pretty cool. Keen to see more. It's a great premise setup. Uh, you know, I guess coming off the back of In Sound Mind, which I still haven't finished yet, but I have played more of. I've dived a lot heavier into the second uh, area, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit of a different... Like such. It's such a uh, uh, thematic difference to the first one that it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, I kind of, almost have to rethink a little bit as I, as I run through it. But you said you put about half an hour into, into In Sound Mind?
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Obviously, hearing you talk about it for the last two weeks has really been like,
0: I want to cut this
1: out. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, the other thing I've been playing is I've put in about an hour... No. Longer than that. I've played the first chapter of the Death Stranding Director's Cut.
0: Yeah, so a code was provided to us by PlayStation Australia at release. It just happened to come in a real bad time. I'm so sorry. So I haven't touched <laughs> it at all. I've installed it and I booted up and I went, yeah. And that was... <laughs> that was. So I've,
1: I've played the first chapter. So when I first played this game, I was playing it on a base PlayStation 4. Yeah. And the game looked amazing then. It looks... So much better now. Yeah. <laughs> now playing it in 4K. Looks absolutely fantastic. I honestly don't know how they got so much out of the Decima engine. Because this is running on the same thing that Horizon Zero Dawn ran on. Yes, that's correct. And and don't get me wrong, Horizon Zero Dawn looks fantastic, but this is just on another level. Mm. Um I haven't encountered any of the new stuff that's been added because I am only in the first chapter. I decided to not pull across my my save file. So I'm going, I've, I've started again from the beginning and uh, it's just that, th- that whole game is, is such a, an experience. Like you, you hit that first cut, like the, the opening cut scene. And as you, as you start walking that, that music kicks in and it just, it just takes you straight away. It's so, and like we discussed this a couple of years ago when it first came out, because I think it was both myself and your game of the year that year. It sure
0: was 2019. And
1: it's, and it is still such a hard game to recommend to other people because mm. it's it's uh it's not so much a game more as it is an experience yeah and uh, and that story i feel deserves to be experienced and i think it can be hindered by what people's interpretation of what a game should be because this is definitely not that
0: so how so- how is the game adapting to the ps5 like with those adaptive triggers and and things like
1: oh obviously you know the one of the big uh, one of the big mechanics of the game was you know you use those shoulder buttons to uh uh, adjust adjust your load uh so obviously it's got those adaptive triggers going on Mm -hmm. um you can feel every single crunch in the ground if you're if you're walking on, on on rocks on grass you feel that in the in the haptic feedback other than that it 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 just yeah I haven't I haven't experienced too much of the new stuff because I am still very early in
0: like does it does it make it harder for you because you know terms because as the as you you push the triggers or whatever it's like and it's like cranking it. it, it and-
1: it's not so because I haven't carried any like huge loads yet. I haven't had to crank it to so much, so much. It it has just had like light resistance so far. Okay,
0: cool. So you've not loaded yourself up too hard. So uh, okay. No,
1: I I never do. Okay, easy. Enough. I'll I'll see stuff on the ground. They're like, oh, you oh, you could pick this up for extra likes, but I could also not do that. Yeah. <laughs> God,
0: just leave it. i think they're kind of like man we've been like we've gone long in terms of games it's been a busy week for game playing jesus christ mm. so yes yeah, so yeah. what, what did we touch upon we touched upon <laughs> uh, uh uh far cry. cry back for blood which we'll get to uh eventually we haven't played it yet uh brawl we got we got really long into Nic- nickelodeon all-star brawl uh alan wake a little bit in sound mind some more
1: and what Death we just, Stranding. just
0: Stranding, man like it's it's been a week like if you want to hear about games, mm. hot damn!
1: Uh, oh, and I and I played like twenty minutes of the new Call of Duty Zombies map. So gross. Didn't get very far. <laughs> well, anyways, before
0: we jump into the main, the like the the news part of the show, uh, well, there's a section that we that we do call our Get Less Fat update. So for those that don't know, during this pandemic, so from twenty twenty, uh, the beginning of twenty twenty to now. Uh, I have lost over 35 kilos using a product called The Man Shake, so that's 25% of my body weight. Uh, it is a, is a product that I'm an ambassador for, uh, and as a result, they support the show. Uh, and Max himself has jumped on as well. He started at the beginning of this year and has lost about 15 kilos. So we, have a, we do this section every week to keep ourselves honest, to keep ourselves accountable on uh, where we're at and how we're going max how are you how's you how's the week of the weight loss been
1: so much like you last week i have had that week this week and kind of everything fell to the wayside because of uh life just got in the way me being exhausted kind of just a lot of things kind of just slipped to my mind this week so i have done very little this week the only thing because uh, obviously we th- this week was week two of the 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 man challenge so all I did was hit my 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 step goals each day, mm. uh, and just a shake a day. It's been it's been a very lax week for me.
0: It's interesting because I talked about how like when we started the the man challenge, we did the we did the man challenge, and mm. I ended up gaining weight last week, which was insane. Mm. Uh, jokes on them this week i i fell off and haven't done the man challenge and i lost weight so now I, now i'm back in in the 107s which isn't ins- which is great because i'd been away there for, away from that for a little little while but i'm back so shout out to me um yeah so it's good like i didn't do shit i was like oh this is bizarre very bizarre but anyways uh if you want to because uh, we both like i said my routine's the exact same as really changed, but yeah but if you want to support max and i on our weight loss journeys or maybe even start your own you can by going to the link in the description it is bit.ly bit.ly slash ftp manshake if you don't have to buy anything dude just click on the link show some love for us and help and helps uh support the show all right max that's finally get Into the section we call Inform the Players, we tell you what happened this week in PlayStation. It's very big, big it's a very big week in Sony this week, not quite as big in terms of like a blue point, big last week, but still
1: something. I mean, there's some blue point news in here, but let's kick things off with playing at home. So, one of the uh uh, one of the few bright lights during the height of the pandemic was Sony's Play at Home program, which saw a giveaway Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, and Journey during the first lockdown, and then a ton of titles earlier this year. These were free games, no strings attached, no subscription or purchase required. It's something that PlayStation boss Jim Ryan is proud the company was able to offer, and he hopes that it helped in some small way to get their fans through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. As everybody was struggling with the first lockdown, we thought it would be a nice thing to do, and we were very happy with the reaction. Then we got through Christmas and started to lockdown again, and it was a bit miserable, so we thought it would be a nice thing to do a a reprisal of that. So we did it again, and over a period of months, and over 60 million games have been downloaded as part of the Play at Home initiative. Uh, with such a large amount of downloads, it does beg the question: Will Play at Home return for a third instalment next year? "Quote: We'll see how the world evolves. If lockdown, heaven forbid, but if that should continue into 2022 and beyond, who knows? We might feel like we have to do it again for our community."
0: Yeah, well, we're, well Australia's ho- is absolute shit house right now, especially Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Uh... We may need it, Jim. Just saying, we may need it. <laughs> it's I, I do look. I, it is such. It was such a good initiative. Um, they were giving away like some solid games. Nathan Drake collection being one of them. Uh, Horizon Forbidden. Uh, nope. Horizon Zero Dawn being the first one. Like the and I think the Witness was in there as well. Like these I think are some, some was in there. Yeah, like these are some pretty I, and really good in, games. Yeah. So it's. And it was there were games that had sort of everyone had bought them at that point. If anyone was going to buy them, so it was great for those that you know, that, that, those last handful of people that weren't that were not quite gonna bite the bullet. There you go, he's a freebie. And I said it's one of those things that yeah, in that time, it it was just a good PR move. Like really, really was. Um, in order to be like hey we're thinking about you're all stuck at home so rather than go spread spread around COVID stay home and play Horizon Zero Dawn I guess so cool I wasn't even uh, mad about that at all uh but one thing that uh he jim jim ryan did also talk about because he was a big old chat about the ps5 pipeline so speaking as part of this candid interview with gamesindustry.biz position boss jim ryan said that the biz that the business is defined by three key attributes it's games the community and the brand so according to Ryan, Sony's gaming division has always been cool, quote-unquote. Wow, well, you're an old man, Jim Ryan. you cool, quote-unquote. <laughs> uh, when prompted to describe what makes the PlayStation 5 so desirable, ooh, uh, he returned to the most important attribute of all, the exclusives. Quote, the launch lineup was the best we've ever had, and I'd submit uh, the best that any console platform has ever had, he beamed the work we've done since then is excellent with returnal and ratchet and clank rift apart and mlb the show 21 for the united states which is which is a fine game way to fucking bury mlb the show dude. (laughs) the pipeline of games that we have coming is just fantastic it's by far the strongest we've ever had on any of our consoles i can't wait to see these games starting to drop horizon forbidden west god of war ragnarok and gran turismo 7 Additionally, in the interview, Ryan suggested that he's already thinking about a world where Sony's games were uh, aren't gated by the consoles they're available on. Quote, I'd like to see a world where the games that we make at PlayStation can be enjoyed by many, many tens of millions, perhaps hundreds of millions of people. He admitted, right now with the existing console model a really ghost a really great playstation hit we're talking 10 or 20 million people able to play that game and if you compare that to the music and the uh, to music and movies they can be enjoyed by almost uh, by an almost limitless audience i think some of the art our studios are making is some of the finest entertainment in the world and to gate that audience frustrates me I'd love to see a world where hundreds of millions of people can enjoy those games. Now, I read this very differently, Max. I don't read this as him being like, fucking put it, you know, open up these consoles. I read it as, we want to sell hundreds of millions of PlayStations. Yeah. Like, it is not, like, because at no point, it is anywhere, does he mention the removal of these barriers. All he's essentially saying is, we want people to buy more PlayStation games. And by doing so, they should buy more PlayStation's. That is what the you know, like even though you and I are kind of like, our stance varies on the given times whether these console ecosystems are the right thing or the good thing or the bad thing. Mm. Uh you know, and but yeah, no. The answer is he just he's not going to put Sony stuff on other consoles. He just wants people to buy more PlayStation's.
1: No, if anything, I think uh, the more likely thing that could happen is uh, similar to what Microsoft are doing, and possibly putting Games Pass onto TVs. We're going to get Sony branded TVs that will be usable with a Dual Sense controller, and you can download a PlayStation title to your TV and and play it through. Because there is yeah. there is rumored there is rumored nice. stuff at the moment that Sony are working uh, with towards stuff on the cloud.
0: Look, that's very, very true. Um, and like, that's probably the next step, really. Also, and thank like, you to Gaston. And Gaston's like, every-
1: everyone's got a TV, so. Well, everyone has, yeah, everyone has well, smart. Everyone, everyone has a mobile. Almost everyone has a TV yeah, or, or a smartphone to, to be able to do that, so. <laughs> uh, look, there yeah, I guess that in. is
0: probably sort of the future about having it on phone, on, uh, sorry, on TVs and stuff like that. I don't think Sony has the infrastructure at the moment to make that happen. Oh, no. Um, no, not at all. But it would very much be a, like, it's not, there is no chance they'd ever put anything on an Xbox sort of thing, so um, that's fine. But to, to go with their with his initial point about the what the B, the three key attributes of PlayStation are about the games, the community, and the brand. What's your what What's your your thoughts on on those? Do you, do you believe they are the three pillars of, play, of PlayStation?
1: I mean, you can see that they. care for their community and they do look after their community you know you look at that that play at home initiative that they they've introduced over the most recent years um to a degree yes obviously sony's brand has been the same thing for quite some time it's a it's a well-known brand you know it is arguably a very uh, household known brand it makes sense uh i think more it's focused on i think uh of the three pillars there is one pillar that is quite substantially larger than the other two. Mm. <laughs> they they are definitely not equal pillars. No. in any way shape or form. But I I think I think more so the their their exclusives and their community are probably higher up than what their brand is.
0: Um see I, I I think it varies, right? I think the Sony brand, sorry, the PlayStation brand in and of itself is very strong like so much mm. so like you know i got that shit tatt- i got that shit tatted on my arm man like where is it there we go you know what i mean like like these that, that to me like these symbols are incredibly iconic they are like when like xbox still has like their xbox logo and yes if you know it's xbox or whatever but like over the like these are four random shapes that have been assimilated to a company. So much so that this, the last two weeks when Squid Game came out, everyone's like, is this a PlayStation thing? You know, jokingly, because of of the, you know, of that whole similar thing, right? Um, but in terms of games, I do believe that that is one hundred percent correct. They do have the games that they could and those games are backed up from a critical and a uh, c- you know critical and a commercial stance, right? Like that they do have successes when it comes to their games. The only one that I'm probably a bit mm, on is the community. and i and I guess probably connects to the brand in some ways as well. Um, I think community, like they do have a sense of community. But, I don't think it's nowhere near part of their focus in the same way that Xbox have been doing it recently. In oh no, t- in terms of their really pushing that that community engagement, that real customer driven model. Um, and and that because that does coincide with the brand as well because the Sony brand, sorry, the PlayStation brand is very strong and it and it does it it does have a big spread and there is a loyalty there by many, many individuals that brand is also tarnished by their lack of community because you, if you look about how they treat their community a number of ways, and if we use recent examples, like, you know, like how they fought so hard to not have cross play. Um, and they, and additionally, the, you know, the shutting down of the stores and what, like the PS3 and the Vita store, etc. like all these little things, um, like they tarnish the community and they tarnish the brand. And I, yeah. I, I don't, I think, there is a lot that they could do to benefit and bolster that community, and I I would argue that in PS4, their community was stronger. Mm. I say that right now with the PlayStation Five being one of one of the best-selling consoles of all time or whatever, but I know I I feel that the that the conversation around is very different. So in the chat, Buddy goes, like Microsoft and Nintendo both have the brand and the community. See, I would argue Nintendo actually may in fact have those three pillars nailed as a company. Like their first party Nintendo games, most of them are dope and people love them. There is a strong sense of of, of community within the, within the Nintendo fan base. And as a brand, well, Nintendo is one of the big boys. Like they have characters that are un- yeah.
1: I agree with that. So
0: highly connected and like, you know, Nintendo for many people is is you know, is a big part of identity and it, that connecting because they have a lot of those things that we grew up with and that's that that is brand loyalty. That is community. So Nintendo may have that beat as well. Uh in the chat well, it's interesting. Okay. Sorry, so in the chat, Chain always mentioned: Was there a PlayStation TV during the 3D era? There was. It was a small. It was
1: also a PlayStation phone.
0: It was, a, it was essentially something about Yay Big, and it plugged into your back of your TV, and you could put your Vita cartridges in it, so you could play some games, and like PlayStation Minis, I think were in there as well. And they did also have the Play TV on the PS3 as well, which allowed essentially made your PS3 into a DVR or a you know set top box. Um, yeah, they were the things, but not yeah. quite the same. Because the capabilities of the PlayStation TV were very shit. Yeah. What do you want to add, sorry? Oh, uh,
1: no, no, no. Uh, the, and the PlayStation
0: phone. Oh,
1: yeah. And that Xperia thing with the controller on it. Oh, yeah.
0: That's No, right. yeah. so What I was
1: going to mention is because uh, you brought up the PlayStation 3 and Vita. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that they were going to close them and then they decided to keep them open. So uh, they will be doing that as they previously promised. However, there is a compromise to the opening of the store. From the 27th of October, you will no longer be able to purchase games using credit or debit card, PayPal, or any similar payment methods on the then PS3 and how stores. how
0: do you buy
1: things? You will only be able to top up your PlayStation Store wallet using gift cards or any of the above mentioned options on a computer, smartphone, PlayStation 5, or PS4. You'll then be able to use that money in the wallet because it's attributed to your account, to purchase those games on a PS3 and PS Vita. So to buy a PS3 game, Ryan, you have to turn on your PlayStation 5, uh-huh. put money into your wallet, uh-huh. turn on your PlayStation 3, uh-huh. load the store, uh-huh. then you can buy the games only if you have the funds already in your wallet. Uh, that's dumb. That's super dumb. Yeah. But at least the store is staying open because <laughs> that's what they said they were going to do. So what- they're just gonna make. They're just gonna make it impossible to buy anything on that store, but the store is still there.
0: That's that's so many unnecessary steps. Um, yeah, because I think I think this ties in with what we were discussing before, right? About about that community. Like, look, we we met what you're asked for. It's gonna make it real fucking hard for you,
1: you know. <laughs>
0: but if, oh, but apparently you can use the mobile app to top up.
1: Yes, but the mobile app is also hot garbage because you can't also download some of the games that you've already purchased. Yeah, it does tries to convince you to buy them again. <laughs> uh,
0: now, a good friend, Kat, so she has jumped in and added something in regards to the, the back end of the last topic. I feel like all major platforms nail their brand and community management in different ways. And I would argue that I think that's very spot on as well in terms of mm. they, they all hit different parts of their brand management or their community management because I think they there is such a spread on how their communities work. Yeah, I mean, they do have the benefit of having their target audience. Yeah, yeah. And like most of them sort of just aim at that target audience and go ham, mm. which is not a bad thing because that's, what, that's the, you know,
1: like, what they should be doing we should be doing <laughs>
0: yeah like you know there's like we we could be selling to all these other people like yeah but fuck them like so suddenly so the love, you know um but yeah so Kat also adds having engaged in the playstation community and the pr in the anz team too that is very very true the playstation australian pr team smash it they absolutely yeah. smash it and i've seen xbox's team go hard as well um even though the the people that I've worked with in all in both those spaces as well has been fantastic, um, Nintendo is probably the most um, by the line. You know, I yeah. mean, like by the line yeah. in terms of like where you know where PlayStation Australia go ham, like you know they're like, hey, what was it this week? It was hey, just share a photo of you looking like you know of you that looks like you're an album cover. Like okay, and like it was it, they have little moments where they really kick in. Like I know. Yeah. The name that sticks out to me for Xbox was is Jigzy. I know Jigzy has a, has a long history in the Australian gaming space. So to have that level of community and brand and brand management, especially in the social media space, is is a big one. Like I know with with PlayStation it is kind of like well, I know the individuals that are running that 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 management like their social media but it is it is very much being used as his PlayStation Australia and it's not as directly connected to an individual if that makes sense but the, the entity that they the, the entity that they've created is very like fun and engaging and very well involved but yes we, we to, at least locally we know those things are being handled yeah. very very well but uh so, if you do have a PS5, though, and you jump on there to uh, buy put, put, put money in your wallet for your PS3, <laughs> uh, you will have noticed that there was a firmware update over the last couple of days. Uh, this is hot on the heels of the last big update that unlocked the use of the M.2 drives and some other cu- uh, quality of life improvements. Another PS5 system software hit hit this week. Uh, but everyone, hold on to your hats, because all it did was more system performance. Uh, so, it's exactly as you'd expect uh, no
1: DualSense update came with it.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: That I noticed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's there you go. Very small. There you go. More system updates for you. Not a bad thing. Yesterday, Ryan, a possible remake got leaked. Oh. So yesterday, as a part of a radio interview with uh, Eva McMahon, also known by her stage name, Ava... Uh, they were chatting Not about her career. To
0: of WWE fame. <laughs> no. of
1: uh, fame. chatting about her career in an afternoon slot on WLRFM. The Irish singer-songwriter casually revealed she's been working on a quote PlayStation game with composer Michael McGlynn. Asked for more details on the project, Ava explains that McGlynn reached out to her and said he was quote writing music for a remake of a PlayStation game, mm. and that they were looking for an Irish language piece. Ava's involvement went as far as writing Irish language lyrics for some music in this mystery game. That's not all though, apparently this game will be formally announced, quote, at Christmas. Though she's not too familiar with games, she is aware that this is a, quote, big game. Which games might have some need for an Irish language track? Fans have done a bit of digging and it turns out that uh, Procyon Studio, a music production company led by Yasunori Mitsuda, has recently been working with Mickalyn and his daughter. Ava says McGlynn's daughter sings the vocals on the Irish language song for this game. Putting these things together, fans are speculating about a remake of Chrono Cross, Xenogears, Gears, Xeno Blade, and others. Uh, with an announcement coming out at Christmas time, we could get it early December at Jeff Keighley's.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah!
1: Game Awards. The- game Awards. Thank you. I just had a complete mental blank of what that thing was. <laughs> See, having, <laughs> not, like,
0: having not played Xenogears And even Xenoblade to me I associate with Nintendo Well, Xenoblade
1: now. is a Nintendo property, I'm pretty sure Yeah, so. and Chrono
0: Cross would be, would be cool Once again, But I haven't played that one, I don't, I don't have the history So, you know, as Kat asked in the chat Are they using Gaelic? I don't know uh, You know, that, that'd be kind of cool uh, Unless mm. they really want to fuck with metal gear solid a little bit and throw some irish in there for funsies wouldn't that be a massive <laughs> twist they're like hey we, we've got someone to come in to sing in gaelic uh it's gonna be awesome and it's uh, <laughs> legacy of kane
1: like what imagine if it was just uh they were just uh doing like a language pack <laughs> and <they> we're just <laughs> localizing it for irish people <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's just like crash bandicoot is now just like speaking Irish. Of- <laughs> yeah it's, yeah uh but uh buddy
0: great a weeb game shake my head yeah it's probably going to be a weeb game i imagine it's that that side of playstation's history
1: yeah
0: but let's add but that's uh let's add some rumor mill max i can see the big smile on your face because you know obviously i'm so excited for this so you know where this is going two long running rumors regarding the bloodborne franchise have reignited this week one plausible one is that Sony's newest PlayStation Studio, Bluepoint Games, is already working on a remastered version for the PS5. The other is that the same studio is also planning a sequel to the game, which seems less likely. Rumors of a Bloodborne remaster and or sequel have been on and off again for the past year. On Mon- on Monday, Colin Moriarty... Uh, uh, owner of Khan's uh, Last Stand* and *Sacred Symbols*, a PlayStation podcast, who correctly predicted the *Demon Souls* remake before it was announced, cryptically tweeted that Blue Point's game, Blue Point Games, might be working on a *Bloodborne* remaster. "Quote: I'm hearing through the grape, the grapevine, the Bloodborne, uh, Blue Point, sorry, may be on a journey to Yharnam." said Moriarty. Bluepoint might also have tapped to produce a Bloodborne sequel. That's This is what I believe it is, not a remaster. Uh, according to a, conver- a conversation on Discord that someone on Reddit screencapped below, Moriarty claims that his source told him that after Bluepoint finishes the remaster, it will be making, quote, a ground-up sequel. He claims this insider told him about the Insomniac Wolverine game before it was announced during the most recent PlayStation Showcase, leading some credibility to the rumour. Creating a sequel to another studio's property is a bit of a is a bit out of Bluepoint's wheelhouse, so it is a bit hard to believe at this point. Moriarty did mention in his Discord discussion that he would be tried to verify the sequel rumor with a trustworthy contact. "Quote: I have to check with the person who told me about the demons, about Demon Souls of Bluepoint, which I was completely confident in reporting before because that source is also great." He said, if they can corroborate, then we are golden. Now, Max, on the back of the purchase of uh, uh, Bluepoint last week into PlayStation First Party Studios, there was the mention that they are working on a new original project. Uh, Which leads me to believe that it is probably not a remaster. It is very likely a sequel. And I think taking the knowledge that they got from Demon's Souls would uh, would would go down that that path. Only because they have not, in that discussion last week, they did not stipulate a new IP. They only stipulated a new project. A new Mm. original project. And a sequel is an original project. Not an original game, but an original project.
1: Look, I would be super keen for this. Obviously, uh my big balls to the wall prediction for the showcase was that we were going to see a Bloodborne 2 or at least a possible remaster of the first one.
0: Yeah, but you were just shooting hope into the world.
1: Look, shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've wished this into existence if this was if this is the case. I wish we had the power um, to wish things in existence. I, I have a feeling that cause obviously uh FromSoft are ha- doing Elden Ring and doing all that stuff over there. mm with the fact that Bluepoint did such a fantastic job of the demon souls uh remake uh, obviously they had a lot of groundwork to work from but you know it, i would imagine it also takes a certain degree of skill to take something that already exists and redesign it and 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 keep it functioning the way that it originally did yeah uh i think they could make a great sequel to to bloodborne and if that's the case, I uh, then they've they've already made their purchase worthwhile, in my opinion. <laughs> See, because is... Bluepoint make the games that I love. See the the, the... And a lot of them are, are remakes, but you know if if this is if this is the case, I think they'll do an absolutely fantastic job with it.
0: Oh yeah, I'm with you. Like I think because be they've, great.
1: They've, they've had that experience already.
0: Uh, but yeah, the, like there is a a staggering level of talent at blue point games when especially when it comes to the from the remastering side because they essentially have to look at the see the complete puzzle break it down and then rebuild it again at a different mm-hmm. material. You know, like, that's pretty... That's they're they
1: reverse engineering games. Yeah, they're, yeah they, they
0: literally to. have to reverse engineer games sometimes. So, they, my, understand, my very limited understanding of game development would lead me to believe that they could at least hit all the right beats for Bloodborne 2. Now, with Bloodborne, yes, it was made by From Software. However, it is a, uh, a Sony-owned IP. Uh, mm-hmm. So, similar to the way Demon Souls is, I believe. Uh, so they could do it without from software if they wanted to and this would be the most the most likely outcome the most reasonable outcome if we were to ever see a bloodborne 2 like i cuz i honestly don't see from software taking the time away to do it just for one platform now now that they've seen the success of, of dark souls on other things as well yeah. as Sek- uh, sekiro and uh, uh, uh an Elden ring when it comes to everything as well it's gonna be a very tough day to lock them back down I agree <laughs> um but additionally like the team at Blue Point is like 70 people strong so like them doing multiple shit at the same time is near on impossible mm.
1: so you gotta take that into account as well quick bits Ryan <gasps> we have tales of arise have added free dlc this week adding two new difficulty levels very easy the easiest and the unknown difficulty which is the hardest just fucking random to- just absolute mm. random dlc have you chipped away any more of that uh, at
0: of verizon because that game not is played- kicking I have your not butt played in time
1: any this week i've not played any this Ooh, week poor what happens poor where it's what happens when like 30 million games came out this week and i try and play all of them at once yeah Uh, Earlier this week, GTA Trophy artwork leaked online, and it turns out today, at at time of recording, PlayStation, I believe it was PlayStation Australia, tweeted out that... uh, it is official we are getting the definitive trilogy pack of gta 3 vice city and san andreas yeah
0: so rockstar announced overnight they're like fine here it is and they showed this little trailer that yeah which they essentially showed um like silhouettes of gta 3 Mm. vice city and san andreas as you said uh then backing it up with a coming soon and they've given it the garbage name of the grand theft auto the trilogy the definitive edition what the fuck um but yeah look this is pretty cool there's no date or anything at the moment um there's no real mention around it looks as if that it is pretty much a, a modernized version like w- once again all the information that was touched upon in the previous rumor mill uh that it is it is a remaster it's very much based within the uh the design of the original but with some modern tweaks added to it which I hope is controls because fuck the controls of uh need to be upgraded it's bad um I'm very curious to see what tweaks and changes they make because if you, it is a bit rough to go back and play.
1: And lastly, GT7 has its first official technical partner in the, I believe, an Italian company, Brembo. They make brakes.
0: So you can find
1: Brembo brakes all through the GT7.
0: Go them. I'm like, if I had to go with them standard companies that make other, that make <laughs> breaks, ah, nice. like the other yeah, ones that I'm cool. not aware of right now. But the before we jump into the top ten best selling games of the week from um, in in Australia, the mulch show has resubbed for his 43rd month in a row, and they said he goes, everyone, we want GTA Six, Rockstar. Here's a second GTA Three and two and is a six. There you go in your fucking face so here are the top 10 best-selling games on the playstation 4 for the week ending the 3rd of october they are as follows number 10 crash bandicoot 4 it's about time number nine the last of us part two number eight call of duty i've got how to count for a second there call of duty <laughs> Mo- modern warfare number seven red dead redemption 2 uh, number six assassin's creed black flag surprisingly lower than i thought it was going to be number five gta 5 number four god of war uh number three insurgency sandstorm number two nba 2k22 and number one to the surprise of literally no one ea sports fifa 22 correctly predicted last week (laughs) because we we are not psychic we are just alive
1: Uh, Upcoming titles are coming over the next week. We have Back for Blood coming to PS4, PS5 October 12th. However, it is out now for owners of the Deluxe and Ultimate Editions. We have The Riftbreaker coming to PS5 on October 14th. Dungeon Encounters, PS4 October 14th. Aeon Must Die, PS4 October 14th. The Good Life, PS4 October 15th. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, The Hinokami Chronicles, PS4, PS5, even hesitating? NHL 2022, PS4, PS5, October 15th, and the Crisis Remastered Trilogy, PS4, PS5, October 15th. You just dropped that weeb like it was not I didn't even watch that show, but no, it's, you know, you get used to it after a while. I put all the hard names in my story so you don't have to read them. I appreciate it, thank you. It's a, that's the one thing I do for you
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah the big one for us this week is obviously back for blood uh probably the one that, that I'm gonna check out uh the good life if it's that's if it's anything about like that song that uh, Kanye West did with t pain that I'm in um, which I don't think it is so that I will um not probably play that. Because you, know, you don't watch Demon Slayer, but like, you're into that shit, but not this one specifically.
1: I, yeah, no, I'm not a... After seeing the the gameplay trailer a couple of weeks ago, it, it looked rough. Yeah, where, where like, was nah, it was, whatever. I can was And because And because I don't have uh, a love for the franchise, it's not like I'm like, oh, I can I can see past it. Where it's Like just... where? Where you're like, oh
0: my God, it's fairy tale. Uh. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, to be fair, I played and finished that game. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. But it, was, like, it was it was rough but it was great
0: yeah that's what I'm saying but you're like Earth's fairy tale like so you got you did you let your bias oh, buy mean yeah, there's
1: also a difference like I have a fairy tale tattoo on my back like hey, I big was dork. it was obviously Shut that shut up <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> I like Square Enix so like hey man there's a final fantasy on the horizon it may be out tomorrow it may be out in fi- in 15 years you can yes I'm keen obviously okay. I'm keen
0: like hi here's money 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 yeah <laughs>
1: hi my name is Max where would you like my money
0: <laughs> yeah hi where would you like me to deposit my money and how many how many money all the money you know all the what? money you can have all the money yeah no problem at all but anyway thank you for everyone for joining us this week it's uh, as I said we, st- we I still love doing this each and every week and I said uh, the, one of the best thing you can do to someone is to share your time with them so thank you so much for sharing your time with us uh, this week or every week or once every couple of weeks. Either way, we're very, very grateful.
1: Max, send us home. Oh, yeah, cool. Sorry, I had a bit of a blank there. Nice. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials Facebook, Discord, Instagram and Twitter all of those links can be found in the description below if you
0: want to join us as the conversation happens head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live where you can uh, jump in the chat and become part of the show like a lovely group of people have today uh, I love it when the chat goes off, it's awesome uh, if you want to support the show you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod if you are on podcast services. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. Uh, if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, podcast.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit without logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was For The Players. You know, look, I, I did like hit up Ubisoft Australia this week. For like you know mm-hmm. they they do those budgie smugglers but like you know with the with the Far Cry Six themes on them,
1: they do Far Cry Six dick togs. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah,
0: they totally do. And I was like, hey, uh, I've got I've got you know weight loss. Conf- <laughs> you're got- just like I have I have a penis. Can <laughs> I? Have- <laughs> I have I have weight loss confidence. Can you please send me? I'd be more than willing to take some fun fun photos in both the dick togs and the women's bodysuit. Hit me up. <laughs> And then it never happened, which totally checks out because they went, ew, no.